Good morning, all, and welcome to this morning's encounter with the Lord. This is Russell, your host. How are we all this morning? Good morning, Russ. Good morning, everyone. Bless you. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you, Russell? Good, thank you. Good morning, everyone. Morning, Russell. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Father. Good morning, Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for this new morning. This beautiful day for the pleasant weather outside, for the birds chirping in the air. Thank you, Father, that I am alive. And we thank you for calling us to your presence, to be with you, to talk to you, to hear from you and learn from you. And to take your presence, to carry a filling of the presence of our Father with us that goes with us through this day. That no matter the challenge, we are able to focus on you. And when we focus on you and stay in communion with you, Father, every storm around us, no matter its scale, we could look at it and say, peace, be still, just like Jesus did. We receive of that peace and that joy that you give us, Father, every time you call us to you. And we want to share that peace and joy, which no one else can give. Only you give it. We want to share it with all those who are part of this prayer meeting and this praying family. With all those for whom prayers have been requested on this group. With all those that have no one to pray for them. We share it with all those that are Christians and have not yet experienced you personally. To bring transformation, to bring renewal in their lives. And with all those that have wantedly gone away. That have chosen darkness over you. And yet, your heart pains for them. They are the children of your inheritance. Quicken them, O oh Father, that every veil, every lie that has been told to them be illuminated and your presence seen. And let that light, Lord, let your presence set them free. That they might come to themselves, might make that decision to turn back to their Father. So as we make our prayer this morning, Father, we call on your name, the name of our maker, our creator, the lifter of men, the Elohim Adonai, who is our shield, who is our strength, our strong tower, the God of Abraham who honors faith every time faith is released. Who is our goodness and our fortress, our high tower, our deliverer. And we pray in the name of Jesus, your son. The one who taught us that faith. The one who is our redeemer, the God of our salvation, the lion of Judah. Our bridge, our way back to the father. The one who has enriched us in all utterance and knowledge. One who is our daily bread. And we pray in the name of his spirit. The spirit of truth who guides us into all truth. The Lord in the midst of his people. Who is mighty. And when he moves there are miracles. There are signs and there are wonders. He is the father of all spirits. Every spirit in heaven on earth and under the earth. Is subject to his authority. He is the seal of the age to come. 
And he is our advocate who prays for us and with us. Through him, we draw strength in the spirit. We thank you, Father, that you have given us of yourself, of your son, of your spirit. You did not hold back. You gave your angels. You gave everything in heaven for our sake. That we might live in abundance. And in order to ensure that the dominion that you had planned for us might come through. It is we who fail to see it out of our carnality, out of the lack of life in our spirit, out of our lack of knowledge, we suffer. This is what your word confirms as well. But we thank you today, Father, that you call us to you and every time we connect with your word, it is your spirit that reveals the hidden mysteries in those words and make them real to us. So that when that becomes as real to us as our flesh, and when we believe on Jesus and confess his name and that word, that is his promise, signed by his authority, where he said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but this, my word, shall not pass. We thank you, Father, for the gift of that word and the gift of prayer. May we are able to pray with you, commune, and we are able to speak out. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with destiny. Help us. We thank you that you have given us a roof over our head, food on our table. You have given us family and friends to care for us. It is a reminder and a reflection of your love for us, selfless in its nature. We thank you, Father, that you have blessed us with every spiritual gift in the heavenlies. All we need to do is recognize where you are taking us on our journey as we hold your hand and walk with you and the gifts that you would like us to use at those stages. But most importantly, Father, help us understand the mysteries in your word. For these contain your principles, your promises and your prophecies that will help us navigate any challenge in our life by re reflecting back on that word to see what was done there and how we can compare to it. And what are the lessons we can take out of it? We thank you, Father, that you have loved us with your everlasting love. This morning as we pray, I'd like us to reflect on Romans 12 which usually talks about the conduct of a believer, the conduct that a believer should carry in his Christian journey. Today, we shall just take Romans 12, 1, where Paul says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves, set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. What is a living sacrifice? Let's dwell on this today a little. The first thing for us to remember is that the sacrifice that he is talking about is not one of atonement. It is not one that can be used to please God in any way that will bring justification from him. That has already been done once and for all with Jesus dying on the cross for us. 
Secondly, the thing to remember is that we are a chosen people. Deuteronomy 14 verse 2 says, You are a people holy to the Lord your God. The Lord has chosen you to be a people for his prized possession out of all the peoples on the face of the earth. So it is not by a random chance you are chosen. The third thing is 1 Corinthians 6 verse 20, which reminds us that you were bought at a price. Now we spoke about the sacrifice of Jesus. It was that sacrifice that redeemed us. There is nothing we could have done, no price we could pay that would redeem ourselves. And so therefore, 1 Corinthians 6.20 says, You were bought at a price, therefore, give glory to God. That is an expectation of each of us. It implies that we are his servants and slaves. When we are bought, obviously, that's our status. And Romans 12.1 says, This will be counted when you give glory to God. This will be counted as your reasonable act of worship of service or of ministry to God. So one way of looking at it is present your body as an instrument of service dedicated to the Lord. To serve him as our master. Romans 6 verse 16 says, you are slaves to the one you obey. Whether you are slaves to sin leading to death or to obedience leading to righteousness. Question for us today is, who are you obeying? Even though the price has been paid for us, we have been bought. He still gave us a free will. And out of that free will, who are we obeying? We mostly only listen to our own body and engage and indulge in ourselves. And we did an extended reflection on self yesterday. Our obedience is to the one who advocates self then. That is Satan. He wants us to look at ourselves and act in pride. And the more we look to please ourselves, the more we are falling in line with his will. So the question mark, who are you obeying is, Whose will are you fulfilling? Is it God's or Satan's? Anyone who does not obey God or his will that is mentioned in his word, even if they look at self and obey their own deep desires, they will have fulfilled Satan's objectives and bring the curse of the law on themselves as seen in Deuteronomy 28 verse 15 onwards. Most of us are facing problems in our lives on account of this behavior where we have made poor choices in life and not in accordance with God's will for us. So we suffer ill health, sickness, poverty, and all of what Deuteronomy 28 verse 15 onwards says. I'd like us to reflect on that and see, is there something that we are missing which has led us 
to face those kind of challenges. If any of those relate to our life, then there is something that is out of alignment and we need to go back and reflect on where have we been disobedient. But God does not want us to live in those curses. He sacrificed Jesus so that we might not be judged for our poor choices, but we might be redeemed through grace. Now, after receiving grace, how do we maintain that path of righteousness and keep away from sin? And that's where Romans chapter 12 comes in. And he says, renew your mind so that you hate the things that you used to do in the past, in the past life, before you were saved. You no longer conform or agree with the, anything that you used to do. And now you are convicted of it. And what this really means is some give up smoking, others give up alcohol, others give up a life of debauchery as convicted by the Spirit. There is something each of us would have given up. And I'm sure we can relate to this when we look back on the time that we were converted and we decided to give our life to Jesus. And this is where the living sacrifice comes in. Where you are thinking, I have given up smoking, now how do I stay away from it? And how do I stay away from other avenues for sin like it? Satan will continue his temptation. So when God says living sacrifice, he means be alive in your body, but dead to those ways of the flesh that could lure you into sin. So that we live in this world, but we are not of this world. We do not conform to its patterns or the ways of thinking and doing things. Now let's look at what Jesus prayed to the Father for his people, for his friends. In John 17 verses 14 to 16, he said, Father, I have given them your word and the world has hated them. For they are not of the world any more than I am of the world. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. So he prayed for us. And on our part, he just wants us to live as a sacrifice, giving up all worldly ways that could lead to sin. He's not asking us to give up life itself and live in a cave as a hermit. But to recognize all those tendencies that we have, that have probably been part of our life in the past. All those tendencies that lead to sin. To give those up. To stay away from them. And it can be hard. That is why he says, sacrifice. As difficult as it seems, give it up for your own good. So that your life, your salvation shall be preserved. Secondly, he knows our vulnerability. So he says, remain obedient as a slave is obedient. For then we stick within the confines of the master's will, that is his will. We do not exercise our limited thinking. A slave does only what his master tells him. 
when we stay within the barricades of safety by obeying his will, then we are able to fulfill kingdom purposes while protecting ourselves from the snares of the enemy. And this wins us God's approval. A reasonable sacrifice, Paul calls it. Holy and pleasing to God. It brings us closer in a relationship with him. And so let's look at what are the qualities of one that has made himself a living sacrifice. And you can use this to identify where you stand on that scale. I've just identified three key points here. The first one is, he is as a slave to God. One who has made himself a living sacrifice is as a slave to God. He has no will of his own or anything about self that, will give, that he will give importance to above God. He will not give importance to anything about himself above God. Everything else comes second, God comes first. In every aspect of his life. And that starts with the attitude of the heart. Where you reach a point that we can say, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but my Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who first loved me and gave himself for me. This is the realm of Galatians 2.20. A life of dependence and brokenness. Where it's literally Christ running and ruling your life there. Secondly, such a person is inwardly transformed. Is renewed and is a new creation. All the old habits, ways, ideologies, thought patterns, belief systems, everything is made new to the extent that we ourselves look back on our lives and think, what was I thinking back then when I indulged in all those kind of behaviors? That's when you know that there has been a transformation. The things that we used to do not so long ago, we now hate them to the core. So that we would not go back to what was, but rather stay with what is and hate that old self. An inward transformation often reflects in drastically different outward behavior and appearance. It's like putting on an entirely new nature, a new personality, and throwing away the old one, like you just pull off a garment from your body and throw it away. When you see that happening, you know that you are moving towards that life of a living sacrifice. And the third one is such a person operates from the spirit through discernment. His purpose is to find out what's God's will for that situation and only then move on it. He often seeks communion with God to hear him clearly. If we see any of these things happening in our life, Know that you are moving towards a life where you've presented yourself as a living sacrifice. 
as an offering to the Father, where we now make ourselves as a vessel to Him, a vessel of honor that praises and glorifies Him, that is on standby to do His will and His work for His kingdom. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that as we each reflect on our own journeys and our own lives, and we think again and meditate again on what this really means for me in my personal circumstance to present myself as a living sacrifice to you. I ask you, Father, to reveal to each of us what is it that must still be given up from our lives? What is it that we are holding on to in the flesh that we must give up? That you know, Lord, is dangerous to where we are going. That which we must lose. Unwanted baggage we must give up as we climb up our hill to Zion. Open the eyes of our heart, Lord, to see the truth. Let that truth set us free, Father. I ask for that edification in the spirit this day for each of us. And as we pray for spiritual growth, through revelation in your word, Father. We also pray for our physical and our temporal needs, those of our families and our friends. We pray for all those that are battling sickness and disease, for all those that are hospitalized this day. In a special way, we pray for the son of one of, one of our prayer group members who will undergo surgery for throat cancer this day. We thank you, Father, that you are there with him. We thank you that you anoint every doctor and every healthcare worker that will look after him before, during, and after that process. We thank you for complete healing and restoration of his health. With him, we pray for all those that are undergoing any kind of treatment and hospitalization this day, Father. For that same healing that comes from your hand, where Jesus took every stripe and wound on himself so that no curse of the law could be held against any of these, so that the accuser has no more opportunity to point any finger at them. But by the precious blood of Jesus, they are restored, they are healed. We release our faith, Father, in the name of Jesus. We pray also for all those that are, all those families that are undergoing separation, that are battling all kinds of divisive forces. And we cover them with your precious blood, Jesus. Fill that home with your presence, Lord. That there is peace. And there is love when the God of love enters. Everything that is not of him must leave those premises, that home, that family, in the physical and in the spiritual. We curse and we rebuke every such divisive force, every such spirit of wickedness. 
We cast them out of those homes right now in the name of Jesus. I'd like us to take a moment to reflect on all those families that we want to pray for. Name them. Even families that are still together but are struggling with misunderstandings, are struggling with the cold war, with frictions, to the extent that there is no peace in those homes. That your peace and your presence rule over these homes. Lord, we invite you into those homes. We pray also for all those that are battling all kinds of strongholds, including addictions, anxiety and depression as well. That there be a renewal, Lord. There. We speak against every chain that has kept your people bound in bondage. And in the authority of the King of Kings, we declare those chains broken. We declare freedom by your spirit, Lord. We ask for your anointing to touch these lives. That when your presence touches them, O Holy Spirit, there is freedom. Every yoke from their neck is taken away, the burden off their shoulder. And they are set free by the spirit of liberty. We ask for them to be quickened in the spirit as well. That they might connect with you, O Lord. And find that love for your word. So that that house that is swept clean from all those old habits that have become strongholds over them is now filled with your word and there is no more space or no more room for that wickedness to enter. That they are able to turn around and present themselves as that living sacrifice that does not entertain those wicked spirits of bad habits anymore. We pray also for all those that are battling joblessness, poverty, financial challenges. We pray for those that are contemplating suicide, euthanasia or abortion this day. We pray for all those that are oppressed in any way, marginalized through bullying, through discrimination. those that are victims of war, those that are refugees. Those that are victims of any kind of abuse, including rape. We ask for your mercy, Father, on their lives. We ask for your love that they'd wrap them your presence be made known and felt to them. That you become real, more real than anyone else around them. We also pray for our own families, Lord, especially those that are not yet saved. Those that have not yet given their lives to you. Quicken them, O oh Father, that they might call on your name. And everyone that calls on your name shall be delivered. We pray for ourselves and every member of this praying family where we put on our angels whom you have given charge over us and we dispatch them on assignments. We plead the blood of Jesus over every member of our families. 
and our ministry. We call the angel of the Lord to encamp about each of us, to protect and keep us safe, including our families, our homes, our assets, our territories. Safe from harm, from sin, from danger, from accident, from injury, from pilfering, from theft, hijacking and terrorism. I command that angelic protection in the mighty name of the King of Kings. At whom every knee must bow. We pray also for our own personal needs, Lord. We thank you, Father, that you have heard us, that you always hear us. And when we release our prayer in faith, you move, O Holy Spirit, when we are connected with you as one spirit. So we now join with you in our prayer as we pray in the gift you have given us, the gift of tongues. I encourage all those that can pray in tongues to please unmute and join in. Those that are praying for that gift, to take that leap of faith, to move your tongue, start speaking a syllable and let the Holy Spirit take over. Let us now pray in the Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank Lambriana, <laughs> <laughs> 
Ya Allah, 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 ya
Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We give you glory, we give you honor, we give you praise. Thank you, Father, for every answered prayer. Thank you, Lord, for your peace that you pour over each of us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The words that were spoken to me today. Turn to me. I am the way, the truth, and the life. The scripture I was given is Galatians 1, 10 to 12. Am I now seeking the favor of men or of God? Or am I trying to please men? If I was still pleasing men, I should not be a servant of Christ. Brethren, I would have you know that the gospel which was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through a revelation of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. There's a scripture that has been shared in the chat as well. This is from Proverbs 1, verses 7 to 10, where it is written, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. My son, hear the instruction of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother, for they shall be an ornament of grace unto thy head and chains about thy neck. My son, if sinners entice thee, consent thou not. And there's a second one that has been shared, which is from Proverbs 16, verse 9, that says, The heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And I'd like each of us to go back and reflect on that first one, Proverbs 1, verse 7 to 10. There are deeper meanings that will come out of each of those verses when we reflect on them personally. Thank you, Jesus. I had um, 2 Chronicles 7, verse 14. If, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear them from heaven and forgive their sins and heal their land. And in Matthew 16, verse 24, he says, if anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. 
and family, I just believe that our Father is asking us to seriously search your heart and ask him to reveal the things that are not of him in our lives so that we can be cleansed. And in that, he leaves his peace, not the peace of this world. He says in John 14, verse 27, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. Not as the world gives to you, let your heart not be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And the peace of this world sometimes comes in the form of a coffee or a trip to the pub or a little reading in the word, and then it's gone. It's temporary. That is the peace of this world. But he's reminding us during this time of cleansing and purification that it is his peace that he leaves for every single one of us to access every minute and second of the day. Thank you, Father. Bless your family. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Before we conclude this morning's prayer, just a heads up on this Friday's Bible study topic. The topic is, what is prayer? And we will learn some of the basic principles of prayer. Why is there no power in our prayer? And how to pray so that God will hear us. We shall share links for people to join on Zoom and on YouTube later this morning on our Telegram group. Please share that with all your friends and family and invite them to join us this Friday for that eye-opener on prayer. And let the mercy and the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ and his favor that follows each of us through his salvation, it chases us, overtakes us. Let that be multiplied in each of our lives this day so that as we are blessed, let us in turn carry our testimony, carry the gospel that is now made real to us and go out and be a blessing to everyone in the name of Jesus. And I have a little message in the chat. Yes, Steve, please go ahead and share a prayer as well. Thank you, Russell. Family, I just want to take this opportunity to pray for our leaders on this platform. I believe it is Russell and Shanine, and forgive me if there's anyone else I'm not aware of. Family, I just pray in boldness. I just ask you to join me in praying in the spirit, um, if you can, during this time. And before I do, in Romans 8, verse 26, it says, Likewise, the spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So family, as we gather today, I just want to pray over our guardians over this platform. I just want to honor them. And I ask for you just to pray in the spirit if you can. And if not, in faith, just receive the impartation of the gift of praying in spirit from myself and all the other saints on this platform. 
Father God, we lift up Russell and Shanine. Father God, we honor you. We glorify you, Father God, for the works, for the revelations that you share through this platform for every single one of us, your children, Father God. Father God, we thank you for the gift of your Holy Spirit, the truth that you have left for us to access every single day as we pursue to take up our, our cross daily, Father God. Father God, I just ask that you will bring us all to our knees in repentance, that you will reveal the lies and deceits that we unknowingly do, Father God, and forgive us, Father, for these things that you came and took from this world. Forgive us, Father, for open doors that we have left. Father God, I uplift every single prayer request in this prayer group because you are the way, the truth, and the life, Father God. So Holy Spirit, we seek your forgiveness. We seek your understanding. We ask for you to renew our minds, to come afresh upon every single one of us here today, Father God. Father God, we give you all the glory for this platform, for everything that you do, for every revelation that you speak through this powerful platform. Father God, we also bind and rebuke anything that is not of you on this platform. It must leave in the name of Jesus. You have no place here on this platform, Father God. Father God, we thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you for the protection of your angel army over this platform. We lift these prayers up to you. We pledge the blood of Jesus. We honor Russell and Shanine. We bless every single brother and sister here today that have dedicated their time and come led by your spirit to worship you, Father God. We trust in you, Father God. We ask these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Russell. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We blessed everyone and have a wonderful day. You too, Russell. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Russell. God bless everyone. Bless everyone. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.